Hello and welcome to Talktails, a bartender advice podcast that is cheaper than therapy. therapy. We're your hosts. I'm Shauna. And I'm Adele. And we are so excited. The Team Tales of Talk Tales, the podcast brings you Cheaper Than Therapy, a bartender advice line for anyone who just wants to talk to their bartenders. We miss you. I know you miss us. We miss you. You miss us. You know, we're taking a small hiatus from bringing you bartender stories every week because right now there are no bars with bartenders in there. There's a full on, you know... COVID-19 situation, as all of you guys know. So we have a hard time meeting up with bartenders and getting their stories. There's no stories being had because there's no bartending being done. So we decided to kind of take what we miss the most about bartending, which is meeting with our guests, and take that and put it into a new concept in which we let you use us as dumb buckets like you usually do. You can call (laughs) us, you can ask us your questions, you can give us your comments, your unrecorded feedback and we can just pretend like we are behind the bar giving you advice that we're definitely not qualified to give that's absolutely true and ask us anything you might be able to be featured on one of our upcoming talk tales episodes which is super exciting and we're super excited to answer these questions and not only are we excited to answer your questions we're having guest bartenders and guest professionals on our podcast every single week to answer your questions all you have to do is call our hotline we have a bartender advice hotline yes it's a cheaper and therapy hotline and the number is 213-465-0837 call leave us your questions your comments your concerns and then we will address them on this podcast but disclaimer none of us are qualified so take it with a grain of salt <laughs> we really have no idea what we're talking about. We're yeah, not professionals. Definitely. And call in with your own discretion. But if this is an emergency, please call 911. But we'll give you a, a verbal hug no matter who and what you're feeling. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, without further ado, this episode is our first episode moving into this new platform that TalkTales is doing. I'm super excited. I know you are, Adele. I'm stoked. And not only do we just have our little TalkTales team here. We also have the big man on campus. The magnificent. The talented. The chief. The the wizard. (laughs) The the chief. Unrivaled. What? I don't know. (laughs) I can't. I literally can't even get a great uh, uh, adjective out there. Uh, Adjective. Adjective. Blue. Uh, a grand grand. <laughs> <laughs> the charismatic. The, the, the charismatic and vocal and educated Barfly. I know you like Dude, we got though. Leandro. We got Leandro. What's Parla. up, guys? Dimariva. Dima- I love that one of your adjectives for me was blue. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I can't think of things. Sometimes I just like I'm like, okay, what's well, the first thing that comes to my mind? And like well, I thought it was like adjective, adjective. I'm like blue. Blue is an adjective, so you got that right. I know, but it's I great that you like, just like you didn't it's you didn't free. You weren't like, I can't think of anything of freeze. You you like went through the mental processes and just thought of blue. I like it. It's awesome. 
<laughs> it reminds me of a Smurf. I'm glad I remind you of a Smurf. Papa Smurf. Oh my God. Educated Barfly, AKA Papa Smurf. Papa Smurf. I like it. And I'm going to be dispensing advice like Papa Smurf. Yeah. Today. <laughs> People are excited to get into some of these calls because, quite honestly, I had my doubts that anyone would call. And so now that We're people have. We're shocked and called too. Yeah. This is going to well, be awesome. I mean, you guys are being dicks right now. Like, what? You don't think the people call the talk tales? Like, what? <laughs> I mean, considering that we just, you know, put the number out a week ago, I thought it was going to take a little longer. But yeah, I'm I thought so too. Surprised. I don't know. There's lots of stuff going on. It's not about being addicted to talk tales. It's just about <laughs> not like every single bartender that I know is doing something online right now. There's a lot Dude, of noise right? there because everyone is at home being like, True. how do I spend this extra $600 I got last week? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take a mic and make a podcast. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I mean, hey, it's, hey. It's no. something to be said about like how we definitely like crave no matter how like jaded we are we totally crave like like outside attention because every bartender that i know also is also doing things online and i'm just like obviously we can't take this sabbatical to just not talk to people we have to get some kind of attention so to your point yes we need these interactions we're foaming out <laughs> the mouth for our attention please no. call us call Resume. us attention I yeah, think it's, that it's after job, people hear this, they're going to call in it's, more. Well, it's, it's job description. Can you make drinks? Check. Can you be personable? Check. Are you a ham? Absolutely. And then actually, you're the hired. Check is, are you a ham? Check. And then do you think you know what you're talking about? Check. Double check. <laughs> we, we play it by ear. Yeah. I can when pretend I, like I know what I'm talking about very well. Check if if there's a will, there's a way. Check. Check, Check. exactly. <laughs> All right. What are we Can talking you... about? We were actually talking about something before we hit record and we wanted to get back to it. It wasn't what were we talking about again? We we're talking about video games and oh, how you wanted to mimic the the nerdy cocktails in a video game, which is like inception. It's like nerdy instead of a nerd, instead of a nerd activity. That's right. We were talking about Red Dead Redemption and that there is a recipe for a sazerac inside that game and you is it good have we tried it well i mean here's the listeners thing. Here's know the thing. most game developers when they put cocktails in video games they're not really thinking about the cocktail recipe right <laughs> about, like, the storyline of the video game so a lot of times it's like it's like three ounces of rum one and a half ounces of vodka six ounces of orange juice Three ounces of grenadine and a splash Sazerac. of soda. <laughs> that usually what the recipe is, and then you, you know, and so like reconstructing those for for like a tutorial, which is what we do on Educated Barfly. You kind of have to like take that with a grain of salt, think about the flavors, and then kind of re backwards deconstruct it. But the one on Red Dead Redemption is like a straight up Sazerac. What? Like, it's a oh, straight wow. up Sazerac. It's like. Total so wait, what you're everything. saying is. You're a gamer. Yes. Well, I don't know if I would say that. I don't play like every game. I play certain games, but I play the shit out of them. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So you, when, when you dedicate, you dedicate. I do. I'll, I'll have like two games in my repertoire and I'll play those a lot. And then when I... But those are like... like, like like those are the single player games are like take forever. It's like hours and hours and hours of just you can just and not even finish. It's not like a... One and done, right? Like, 
You no. know what I mean? Like yeah, you can you sit can... there and play like a single player for hours and hours and not be done with it. It's like a reading a book in multiple chapters. Yes. You know, honestly, like with the Red Dead Redemption, I'm a little bit more like I don't I don't play it as much because I have a couple kids and I'm really tired at night usually. Right. But with something like like Call of Duty, like Modern Warfare, where you can play like little games that end in 10 to 15 minutes and just do that. You know, for an hour, I could do that all day long, all night long. And it's like multiplayer, you know? I think it's really exciting, like, knowing a little bit more about the educated barfly, for those that don't know, <laughs> that you're you're a, you're a, a specific gamer. You, yeah. you Shocker. Yeah, you games. I'm very douchey. That's funny. Games. And what what is even more interesting, which I want to bring back to, is that not only do you like pass your time like and stress maybe by playing video games, which I know a lot of people do um, that your, your attention as being a bartender and as being it, like a prof- bar professional, like you are to give advice for bar fly and, or educated bar fly that you've paid attention to like the cocktails in these games. So I, I want to just like really quickly bring back, like how did you find that they have a Sazerac in red Deb red dead redemption well honestly like i mean it's not that it's not that creative on my end because there's a very long tradition of like youtube bartenders deconstructing and reconstructing stuff from pop culture so like there's a lot of stuff like uh flaming moe's from the simpsons or like uh, okay. <laughs> or, uh, uh what's that one from there's one from uh hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy rum like, ham. <laughs> and rum ham yeah you did one on the educated bar fly like however long ago although i never could understand why the rum ham was not bacon fat washed rum i just couldn't understand that i love the drink it's amazing but why didn't you not bacon fat wash the damn rum <laughs> shauna that's it yeah that's Shana, an that's interesting nice to do question we should try you know here's the thing. i have some bacon from this farm called benton's farm in tennessee and it, this this stuff is like the smoked bacon it's made the the benton's old-fashioned from uh pdt is made with it uh-huh, you have uh-huh. a special order. It costs thirty two dollars for a couple of packs of this bacon. Oh wow! One more bacon thing. You should. We should like. We should do this. We should. I'm gonna cook some of this bacon up. I'm gonna and I'm gonna bacon fat wash some like four square white rum or something. We should try oh, it in so, your cocktail. That actually sounds like, delightful. Right. So Bacardi. Let's just bacon wash some Bacardi, baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> or that. <laughs> um, but anyway, so because of because of the fact that I think you dismissed it so quickly. <laughs> just like, nope. Sorry. Like, yeah, fuck you, Shauna. <laughs> fuck you, Shauna. <laughs> fuck you. You know what, Shauna? Thanks for playing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you guys are funny. I'm so happy to be here. Let me just tell you that. You guys <laughs> Like, seriously, Um, everyone tells me how serious I look all the time. Why you look so serious? Why are you so mad looking? But when I'm around you guys, I cannot stop smiling. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's flattering. That's super flattering because I can't stop smiling and laughing around you, Leandro. That's why we get along so well. I'm just happy we're, like, doing this because it's been so long and I miss doing this so i'm just happy i'm just i'm just happy to be here you guys i'm just, I'm just so happy i love, I love you guys 
Yeah, but I, <laughs> all right. Come back to the Cesar thing. Well, I love the, the fact that you like nerded out on that because that would have been missed on basically any other gamer who's not a bartender. Cesar would have been so like something missed on them. But you're like, oh my god, a Cesar, that's so cool, and like picked up. That's super cool. Also, like twice as nerdy. So super nerdy, yeah. Because yeah, right. actually, super, will be like, you oh, get super nerd. Go inside Redemption. Redemption. Let's try it. But they don't actually like. They go like two ounces of rum. You know, uh, <laughs> sugar cube, you know, uh, you know, washed with absence. I was like, this is a Sazerac, you know, Peychaud's <laughs> actually called out Peychaud's That's amazing. I love that. the little scroll that you pick up in the town or whatever. And it's a random little piece of like, it's like a random notice, like on a board in some town in the. Were you shitting your pants when you found it? When I found it, I was just like, I mean, I wasn't shitting my pants, but I was like, I was like, this is what what I was shitting my pants about was that it was an actual cocktail and it wasn't like three ounces. Like somebody did some research. (laughs) I was like, wow, they actually put a like somebody actually knew what a Sazerac was and put it in this in this video game. I love that. But then when I do it when I do it for Barfly, I can't just do a Sazerac because we've already done a Sazerac. So I was like, oh, maybe I should mesquite smoke a Sazerac. Yeah, you know, that's just very like, for the game. yeah, bring it back into the whole Western vibe or whatever, and, and right, right, yeah, right. Goes. So I think I'm going to do that eventually. I want to drink it. I'll drink You're, it. Okay, I volunteer as tribute. For that. <laughs> I'll make three. Yeah, I'll make a batch. Right, I'll just give like 16 ounces to each of you guys, and I'll send them to your houses. Yes, let's yes. do it. It's like I was, give me 17. All right, I'll give you seventeen ounces. <laughs> Adele, you get sixteen and a half. I don't know. Or, All right, I think let's I do it. That last half ounce. I, I, mean, I was gonna bully the other half ounce, but you know, <laughs> you were you were gonna bully it. <laughs> so be like, I just oh, want to see you be half. a bully. <laughs> she can try. You give me that half ounce, or else. <laughs> uh, no, thank you for playing. Try again. <laughs> I love you guys. I love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's get into his voicemails. I'm excited. I'm eager. A little nervous, but I'm into it. All right. Let's do this. So anyone who has never listened, this is our first time doing these voice uh, calls. So uh, we're all going to kind of like give our information and like our thoughts. But some of these questions are going to be geared towards a few of us. And, you know, we're going to like direct the questions at the best able to be answered. So thank you everyone who called in and left us voicemails for these questions to be answered. I'm super excited. We're all super excited. I hope that we answer your questions to the best of our ability. Again, we're not therapists. We're not psychologists. We're just simple bartenders offering our advice when you can't be drinking at our bars. So we're we are simple held- men with simple pleasures. That's and we are not held accountable for any of our advice <laughs> or answers. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, if you have a real problem, definitely go and Call consult an actual professional. An actual professional. They probably have something better to say than we do. If you want to cry in your beer, we are here for yeah. you. <laughs> and we will help you. I'll, yes. I'll flick your tear back at each one. Boom, boom, boom. Be careful what you say, joke. Shauna. Somebody might take you up on that. Oh boy! God damn it! You know it's all weird. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. All right, you guys ready for the first question? Yep. We're ready. Okay, here we go. Hi, cocktail babe. Actually calling because I had a cocktail question. I'm actually going to take a road trip since we're all quarantined um, with a friend, and I wanted to pack. 
some craft cocktail. Obviously, I could just put in a thermos or whatever, but it's a four-day trip, and I just wanted to see what's the best way to preserve some lovely cocktails, preferably with, like, obviously citrus forward, so I don't want it to expand. Should I separate the citrus and the sugar and the liquor? Just want to know your thoughts or, and maybe containers or anything. So let me know. Thanks again. Okay, did you guys oh, get Oh, man, that, that was question? a zinger. Yeah, that was a zinger on the first one, though, because that's, that's a difficult thing. Like the, actually, this is something that I've pondered a lot. How do you preserve a citrus-forward cocktail for four days on a camping trip? That's like, I don't want to call it impossible. I, first of all, I just want to say that I'm so stoked that that's the kind of question we first question we ever get with you as a guest, because if there's anybody who would be able to answer this question properly, it would be you. So that's serendipitous and pretty freaking awesome. All right. Because straight up, I'd be like, forts, 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 forts. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's really... This question is all about what you're willing to to give up. Compromise, yeah, right? compromise. Because for instance, so for instance, I would take, I would not do any lime cocktails because lime oxidizes super quickly. Right. So, and if you're gonna do, and then also bottled lime juice tastes like crap. But I will yep. say this, and a lot of people are gonna jump on me, but I proved it on camera. So we did a test on lemon juice and we did a fresh squeezed lemon and then we did day then we did fresh squeeze that was day old and we did lemon out of a bottle. Okay, like a okay. like just like a, one of those little squeeze bottles of lemon juice. And we tasted them side by side. Now when you taste the fresh juice and the day old juice and the bottled juice just as juice, they're really easy to pick out. You can taste the fresh juice really easy. But when you put it into a gin sour, it becomes a little bit more difficult to pick out. And it actually took me a lot of time to discern one from the other. Now, some people are like, oh, are your taste buds shot that you couldn't taste the difference? But once you add sugar in it and once you add the gin in it, it's a little bit more... It's preservative. Right. So here's the thing. I will never, ever, ever say don't use fresh juice. You have to use fresh juice. But there are going to be times when you're not able to use fresh juice. So the first thing I would say is maybe, depending on what you want to give up, if you want to have like a halfway decent cocktail, maybe do it with lemon juice first, right? Mm -hmm. Because it oxidizes less quickly and you're less able to discern the non-fresh juice from the from the day old juice, let's say, right? Because you're going to be giving up freshness if you're trying to keep a cocktail in a thermos for four days. Either mm-hmm. that or you bring lemons with you and a hand squeezer. If you want what fresh about juice. That's like what I was thinking. Like yeah. a cordial. You could make a cordial for sure. And a cordial will last a couple of weeks. But right. you're then, but you th- then you just have to rejigger your recipe to make sure that you take the cordial in consideration because usually right. you're adding a little bit of alcohol into the cordial to keep it good, and then and you lose a lot of that acid in the cordial. You lose acid, and then not only that, but also if you're making a halfway decent cordial, you're adding in um, uh, zest so mm-hmm. that it is got that kind of th- what I like to call three dimensional lemon flavor. <laughs> which is like that Whoa, like je ne sais quoi lemon right, right flavor that comes just from the the peel without the pith 
Um, that lemon oil, you kind of want that lemon oil. Uh, I, I think honestly, the best bet is to, is to, if you don't want to give up quality is to do hand squeeze. Although I'm not, I'm not, not a fan of making a cordial either. I think a cordial would be a good way to do it as well. But like say uh, one margaritas in the forest for four days and the best bet is to bring limes in a, in a hand squeezer. Definitely. Correct? Well, especially for limes, you kind of have to do that because limes oxidize like literally lime, like you can discern a difference in the flavor of lime juice after it has been juiced after five minutes. It, right. it oxidizes right. really quickly, the same way that like apple juice oxidizes. We call them yeah. little bitches. <laughs> yeah, little bitches. <laughs> exactly. So a hand squeezer, I think, is going to be the best. And if they're not doing hardcore camping where they're really like counting each gram of each piece of gear or whatever, then I think that they'll be fine. It sounds to me like right. they're they're going to be tailgate camping, and right. think- and so a hand squeezer can fit in a car for sure, and some limes. I think that's the best option, hundred percent. Now, if there is no option to bring you fresh fruit and a hand squeezer for Just whatever bring a reason, of mezcal and swing from it. That that too, but I was thinking you can pre-prep your cocktail and add a little citric acid for preserve to preserve. Yeah, actually, the other thing that you can do is you can add ascorbic acid to uh to to pre-batch yeah and that well you can do like let's say you do 750 milliliters of lime juice you can do like a quarter of a teaspoon of ascorbic acid and that'll help it not uh oxidize you can do the same thing with apple juice where like you put the little ascorbic acid in the apple juice and then it won't oxidize quickly so you can do that 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 cocktail that you pre-batch if like how long do you think a a, a ascorbic acid will or citric acid will preserve a complete cocktail if you put it into a thermos. Ah, that's the thing is that I'm like, I'm like, I'm reticent to talk about it because I haven't done the test myself. So I couldn't tell you exactly how long. And I, I would hate it would to get, say, it you oh, it's going to be two trip. days and then it's like a day, you know? You right. think what? And then you get like some powdery like mess. Yeah, exactly. Like I wouldn't want to like say that. But I, I also think that maybe like, because what, what it sounded like she wanted to do was pre- Here's the thing. Everybody wants to pre-batch. Yeah, everyone wants to pre-batch so that they're on their trip and they don't have to be bothered to be the bartender. But like pre-batching goes against every every like fundamental theory of 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 like a fresh tasting cocktail. (laughs) Pretty much. All right. This is my answer. (laughs) Yeah, I mean you can pre-batch for the night, but pre-batching for four days that's that's tough. This is my answer. Bring yourself a champagne fountain. Yes. <laughs> batch up, batch up. If you don't want a bartender and you just want a pre-batch, get yourself a champagne fountain. Put get a five-gallon bucket, throw in a margarita, a little bit of citric acid, then then bring it to your destination. Throw the pre-batch margarita into a champagne fountain. Plug it in with a generator and let that fucking baby flow, baby. <laughs> I love that, but here, you know what? There's something, guys, that nobody's <laughs> thinking about right now, because whether you pre-batch a cocktail or whether you make a cocktail a la carte, there's one thing that you can't not have. And how are we doing this for four days? Can we? Can you guys just even guess what I'm talking about? Ice. ice. Yeah. What are we doing for our Dude, ice? Guys? What are you like? See, here's hey, my hey, advice. Hey, don't add part ice? of the question, though. Don't, part it, don't put things into the question. That wasn't part of the question. No, but she's got to keep here's, it cold, right? Because here's the thing. If you pre-batch an entire batch of margaritas, let's say, and 
and if you pre-batch an entire batch of margaritas, right, and you're on a camping trip, are you just going to serve lukewarm margaritas? Have you ever camped? <laughs> I've camped a billion times, but you know what I bring? I bring whiskey in a flask on my Why have you trip. never invited me? <laughs> well, here's my advice to this listener. Hey, lose the limes, lose the lemon, stop batching, bring a bottle, your favorite fucking booze, and swig it. That's right. Stop worrying about it. Yeah. You're that, camping. It's rustic. I, Live a little. There's no All good right, answer guys. for bringing for bringing cocktails on a camping trip. Really, like, I not, think we not got, citrus we, ones. We gave three good options. I think we, we gave, gave three, three or, good or, options. Or, hey, you know what? Batch out old fashions, Manhattan's, Sazerac, anything that's stirred, and then you don't have to worry about it. You can batch those out in large quantities, put them in everybody's uh, flask or or water Spaces. bottle or whatever, and and then you know it's, you could yeah. throw those into a running river. Okay. I'll stop talking. <laughs> no, that's what you're getting at. <laughs> no, I'm, I, we got to keep an eye on All right, time because uh, right. we have oh, no. a Johnny lot of questions. <laughs> okay, ready? All right. So, uh, uh, I, you know what? That was three good answers to this question. I think that caller number one, uh, thank you so much for your call and hopefully we've solved all of your problems for the rest of your life. <laughs> yes, then, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, caller number two. All right, ready, guys? This is going to yeah. be our next next question. Ready. All Hit right, che- here we go. Cheaper than therapy. Question number two. Hi, Cocktails. My name is Angela Morningwood. Um, my question is, could the Death Star's laser penetrate the Enterprise's shields on Star Trek? Please cite your sources. Also, what the hypotenuse? Oh wow! Okay, I'm gonna be, I'm about to be outed. I'm about to be outed for being Are a, you a really person? bad nerd. Well, I'm a Star Wars guy, not a Trek <laughs> guy. Is there crossover? Yes. I didn't know that there's crossover. Know. I didn't know you could be both. I didn't know you could be both Star Trek and Star Wars. So wait, can the Death Star laser penetrate the Enterprise's shields? Definitely. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I don't have any sources. Wait, Death Star. The Death Star has a death ray laser. But also, I. Right. But wait, has the Death Star ever like penetrated anything? It's called the Death Star for crying out loud. (laughs) It penetrated something. Oh, I thought we were talking about the wiener. Uh, I don't have any sources, but I'm going to say yes. That's my answer to that. I don't either. What's a hypotenuse? Was this, was that the second question? That's two yeah, questions. Yeah. So also what's a hypotenuse? What is a hypotenuse? I'm going to Google that right now. So I have no idea. Wait, does that count? Can we Google? Okay. Yeah, I'm going to say not? it's a cross. It's my answer is it Who is here a cross has not between been a hippo. Underneath the bar. <laughs> have you guys? I That's Google true. underneath Google the bar constantly. all the time. I Google. I'm like, oh, what does that oh! mean? And then I Google under oh, the bar. Oh, you want? Oh, you want to uh, give me a hot, uh, a hot lover cocktail? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I got it. And then you Google it. Uh, so, news is the I, longest side. I'm not of a right side of a triangle. The side opposite the right angle. The length of the hypotenuse of a right triangle can be found using a Pythagorean theorem, which states that the square of the length of the hypotenuse equals the sum of the squares of the lengths of the other two sides. I don't know what that yeah, means. Yeah. I don't know what exactly. that means. Exactly. 
That sounds exactly right. Just like what I was thinking, it was a hip- hippopotamus and a platypus combo. <laughs> Had a baby. <laughs> yes. It was a platypus baby. A hypotenuse is a hippopotamus that had a baby with a platypus. Yes. It's called a hypotenuse. <laughs> and it's uh, a very cute little animal. It's very, yeah. very sweet, it's very too. sweet. Very dangerous. Oh very sweet. Yes. Angela, Angela Morningwood, thank you so much for calling in with that question. Like, I'm glad we figured that one out. Sweet. Next I would one? never, I would have never, ever learned that if we, if you didn't have called, would have called <laughs> in before. All right, here All we right. go. We got All our right. next caller. It's from, uh, uh, Natalie. We got a caller, Natalie. Hi, Parkdales. My name's Natalie. Love the show. Love what you guys are doing. Um, I had a question about some new cocktail recipes. So I've got a lot of these trendy seltzers right now in the closet, and I don't. I want to spice them up with some sort of cocktail. I'm looking for some some mixed recipes that I can do, incorporating some of these seltzers that I have. All right, thank you. Bye. Ooh, I kind of wish that she had given us some flavors that she has, but I'm thinking oh, like spritzes. Yeah, are you thinking like LaCroix flavors kind of thing? Yeah, maybe. So she wants I mean, to make a cocktail with salsa? Is that what she said? Yeah. Totally. You could so do So why don't so we many. stick to the like oh, the Collins God. like the Collins uh formula? Yeah, you could do a Collins formula. So like two two ounces of booze, three quarters of your acid, whether that's uh I don't know, like uh lemon, lemon or lime, lime or, or grapefruit or whatever you want your acid to be, even like a shrub. And then uh, three quarters sugar, right? Whatever your sugar is, and then uh, shake, strain into a Collins glass ice, and then uh, top with your seltzer, right? Yeah, you yeah. can also make a Paloma with a grapefruit oh, Lacroix. Yeah. Grapefruit Ooh, Lacroix would be nice with a baby. Paloma, absolutely. Yeah, you got some tequila or some mezcal, like. Oh, yeah. you can do what I do: chug from the mezcal bottle and then <laughs> chase it with the Lacroix. Yes. Try or you could do what. Or you can do what I do is chug from a mezcal bottle and fill my bathtub with LaCroix bottles and <laughs> flop around. Yeah, there you go. You know, I got to say true. that I think Adele would have been a very, very, very natural fit into when I was in my 20s. I was part of a group called the Rossi Posse. And basically what we would do is we would get these big handles of Carlo Rossi wine and oh, we would boy. hook the handle on our pinky. And we would we had this kind of way that we would just show up to a party with like We'd actually have a fifth of, ja- uh, of Jim Beam and, uh, and a big jug of Carlo Rossi wine. We hook it on our pinky and then we just sort of swig it like that. Oh, man. Yeah. That's like a strong great time. It was a great time. It's, also, it's, it's, it's wonderful hangover. to be in your 20s, let me tell you. Yep. I think that would kill me now, but, yeah. but way back when, I'd be so into it. I had such strong pinkies back then. So, yeah, I think what? Spritz, Paloma, <laughs> Collins. Those are your, okay. best, your best bets for those. All right. You guys ready for this one? So, yeah. Natalie, I hope that helped you. I hope you know what to make now with your with your seltzers. Uh, and now uh, we have a special caller. Um, his name is Inigo Montoya. <laughs> so let's see what happened to his father. Hello. My name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. My question is, if you were confronted by a six-fingered man, how would you respond? <laughs> Adele, you want to take this one? 
I think yes, that's I'd be like, high six, woo! High six, and then, give my high and then six. add a, add, yeah. add a thumb on your other hand. <laughs> yep, yep, just to be inclusive, you know? <laughs> I love that. You'd give him a high six. <laughs> yep. It was so fun, give me a high six. <laughs> you don't try to keep it friendly? It's like, bro, we're pals. All right, Leandro, how would you respond? Oh, I don't know. How would I respond to a six-fingered man? I think I would respond by trying not to polite, like I'd politely try not to look at it. <laughs> trying so hard. <laughs> just be like, oh, do you want to shake hands? And then just sort of pretend like it's normal. Uh, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, I don't know. I think that's the only way I, I would really respond to a six-fingered man. I'd be like, hey, can you pass me the salt? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you'd call attention to his sixth finger, like, hey, uh, it's closer. Don't you want to drink your tea with a pinky? Yeah, and you can pass me the salt. Pinky or two? <laughs> you had two pinkies out. Extra fancy. <laughs> you have your exactly. ring finger and your pinky out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Right, what if you propose to a six finger? Where do you put the ring? Oh, that's a really good question. On your cock? I guess it depends on, on your cock. <laughs> well, that's... Shana! Wait a minute, but then the, does that then become a cock ring and not a, and not a ring? And not like a finger ring? And now it's Wait, a cock then, ring? It's an extra small cock ring? But then does that become seven fingers? <laughs> the seven-fingered the seven man? <laughs> Hello. My name is Inigo Montoya. Wow. I, have six, I tried to I, have I tried to get my daughter to watch that uh, to watch that movie because I was like, well, I was around eight when I saw that movie, so you know she's eight. She'll she'll be fine to watch that movie, The Princess Bride. So I put it on for her, and literally when the the like the 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 rats, those big rats. Oh, they're what are they freaky. Called? The, uh, the, the yeah. Small. Oh, dude, she flipped. She freak- she, oh, good. she flipped she out to the point where I was like, oh, dude, we got to turn this off and never watch it. But again. that's awesome. I think I scarred <laughs> That's her. actually awesome. Like yeah. in my mind, oh. that's actually awesome in my mind because I always feel like kids don't appreciate the, the Muppets and the puppets anymore. Like it has to be CGI right. to be able to like, I think it's cool or whatever, like believable. So that means like it holds up. That's good. Yeah, it totally holds up. It hold, It's going to hold her right up to therapy. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know, but she was freaked out, man. Let me tell you. All right. We got another, we got another caller here. All right. You guys ready? Uh, The the caller we have now is uh, it's from Morgan. Oh, I'm sorry. Mortimer Snodgrass. All right. Here we go. Mortimer Snodgrass. Love the name. Hi, this is Mortimer Snodgrass from Tulsa, Oklahoma, and I was just wondering what the most embarrassing thing you ever wore at a school dance was. <laughs> the mo- oh man, most, em- the most embarrassing thing. What the most? Em- He's assuming that I was cool enough to go to the a school dance. The most embarrassing thing that you wore to a school dance was. <laughs> I know what it oh, is already. I, I actually, I'm, I'm very. I don't want to say. Say it. No, I, I don't want to say. I, it. I only went to prom. No, I went to like homecoming and prom, like my junior and senior year, and I was like pretty antsy teenager, and I wore the most ridiculous, 
like black dress with like red pinstripe and I thought it was so fucking goth and I just look at pictures and it's so cringy. It's like my chemical romance type fucking dress and it's so terrible and I just want to travel in time and punch me in the face. It's so bad. You probably oh, were so adorable. Oh, it was so gross, bro. All right. I'm going to really, right, I, do I, it, I can't believe I'm saying this out loud. Okay. So, for, okay, so I just want to say that at the time I was like really into this band called fish. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. You're yeah. Both of you can fuck right the fuck off. <laughs> all right, let me just hey, I, preface this with, with that. All right. I'm with you. Leandro. I, I'm going on this journey. With I just want right to say something guys. All right. I may be a nerd. But I'm a violent nerd, right? No, but seriously. Um, so I was dating this this girl who is just very crafty and very talented at crafts, and uh, she made a like a whole prom outfit out of like little patchwork quilt, like a patchwork she made quilt it for outfit. You? Yeah, like a from scratch for both. That's of us. amazing. Like matching, and That's we wore that, cool. and then I wore a dangly cross <laughs> earring. Oh my god! That was my pictures or didn't happen. You You have to have have a picture. picture. I mean, I don't have a picture. Somebody may. There's a picture picture somewhere. Your parents probably do. It was. It's that's rough. That was hard to say out loud. (laughs) That's cute though. She made it. How sweet is that? She did. She was really good at that stuff too. I honestly like didn't go to any high school dances besides my prom, but I snuck into it because I was in the jazz band. <laughs> Wait a minute! You were in the jazz band, but you didn't go to prom. Well, because I pl- I played mm. at prom and I played music for the prom for my own prom, and so I didn't see any purpose of spending money to go to prom if I was already playing prom. So I just didn't leave, right. and I just snuck in. So I wore my like prom outfit underneath like my jazz band outfit, <laughs> and so I didn't. I it was my mom's dress that she had since she was a kid or something or like a teenager. And so I borrowed her dress because I didn't have any money to buy a new dress. And so I wore her dress, but then to like fancy up my dress, I ended up taking apart different parts of the prom decorations, which were like little grass, like, um, what do you call that? Like streamers and stuff. And so I started like decorating Uh my own outfit, like with the prom decorations and then dancing that doesn't sound. That sounds awesome, though. That sounds kind of cool. That sounds really awesome. Yeah. You were like, oh, my most embarrassing thing about well, that I went to a school dance was was that I was super fucking cool. Yeah. Well, I, I was. I mean, I thought it was kind of embarrassed though because I like didn't have a my own dress, so I was just kind of like, okay, I'm gonna do whatever I can, you know. No, but you were just like a little punk rock chick that just didn't care, and you and then you ended up pulling I, something together that was awesome. Okay, fine. I wore fine. I wore Jankos to a middle school dance. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's a little more like it. Fine. I want to hear the Jankos at a middle school dance. I wore Jankos story. with rollerblades to middle school dance. <laughs> I think I actually did have a pair of Jankos. I'm not joking. Everybody had a pair of Jenkos. If you're lying, <laughs> if you haven't, uh, depending on what year you were born, actually. Oh my gosh. Okay, we got another question here, guys. Uh, all right, we got Stephanie. Oh my gosh, all the way up in Napa. Too cool. All right, here we go. Whoa. Hello, Talk Tales. Uh, my name is Stephanie. I'm calling in from the beautiful Napa Valley in California. 
My question for you guys is if you had to replace your hands with something other than maybe like hooks or claws, what would you choose and why? Really curious to see what the bartender's guide would be because, you know, you got to make drinks and whatnot. Sending love from over here in Northern California. Thanks for being awesome, you guys. Can't wait to hear you. Bye-bye. All right. Well, would you replace your hands with, guys? Whoa. What would you replace your hands with? These are some tough <laughs> questions. Octopus. Seriously. Tentacles. You're going tentacles? Because you get eight. Oh, tentacles yeah, are a eight. good one. And they're, like, and they're like the sucky thing, so I can suck like the jigger and the bottles and the tents and like do it eight at once. I actually think that tentacles might be superior to hands. Yeah, right? I agree. Okay, yeah, I, I choose. Agree. That's a really good one. I choose shovel, right hand. And shovel. <laughs> I choose shovel right hand, and I choose a uh, bucket left hand. A shovel. Or no, like a, uh, a cocktail shaker left hand. So shovel right hand, cocktail shaker left hand. How are you measuring what's going in the cocktail shaker, though? I spit it out like a baby bird. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I was gonna say like something really boring. I was gonna say, well, like I would just get. A scientist to build me some hands, <laughs> and I would just hands. <laughs> I would just, just robot hands, hands like, with this. nanotechnology, <laughs> nanotechnology that would just make them tactile. Hando and I could just move, and I could move them with my mind. You're yeah, just gonna exactly. You're exactly just gonna like, like mold your hands to be three D printed, so you have a, a, a always uh, you could replace them at at will. Yes, but also, uh, but also attached to my tendons, so that then I could tell my brain to move them Whoa. exactly like I my hands get, are like, now. Super large hands, so I can like shake three tens at once or four. <laughs> I mean, I do. Just have jumbo sized hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if man, that's a six man, six finger man can shake three tens at once because he has six fingers. Yeah, I don't know. know. I mean, either that or maybe just like a little loop for one hand. <laughs> You yeah. grab a bottle and then just like a jigger, right? So I could just yeah, like, you, you know, just do that. And then I just have my assistant shake the cocktail or I'd shake it there with my go. wrists like that. Oh, yeah. no. my- I'm going to turn my head into a cocktail shaker and then I'll have your loop hand and your jigger hand. And then I'll just mix oh, everything in my, like on top of my head and shake it around. We just have to, <laughs> to, to, we just have to work with each other at every job. Like, yes, uh, we would have to be a team if that well, were thanks. a team. It'd be perfect. Thank you, know? Stephanie, for that I'd question, be like, because I, I think that you've just built the perfect, like, one man band here. Totally. <laughs> all right, cool. So ne- the next question we have here uh, is from all the way uh, from California, San Luis Obispo. We have Haley Kane called in. Here we go. Hey guys, this is Haley Kane from San Luis Obispo, California, and I'm wondering if you can give me a good large format cocktail recipe that I don't have to write down or think about um, that I can make for all my friends when they come over that doesn't taste like a disgusting um, sort of jungle juice concoction, which is what I normally make. So um, I would love a recommendation on that, and uh, good good job with the podcast. Love it, and I will uh, look forward to the advice. Toodles! So awesome. Leandro, do you want, do you have anything? Oh, let's see. Did, Hell yeah. I, all, this is going to be easy. You got all the punches. All punches. Yeah. Well, first of all, you make a punch, but this is what you do. All right. You do like, you know, you that little ditty, one of sour, two of sweet, three of strong, four of weak. 
Instead, you do your ratios, right? So you do a rum punch ratio, but you can use this with pretty much any punch. You just do uh, one, 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 four, six, right? So you do uh, one of you do one of sour, one of sweet, right? You do one of weak. You do four of strong. No, sorry. You do sorry. I'm like mucking this up. You do one of sour, one of sweet. Uh, you do uh, four of strong and six of weak, right? So you do one, one, four, six. Th- those are your ratios. So you do your, you know, like let's just pretend one part would be one cup, right? Because we're scaling it up into a batch cocktail. That would be one cup of sugar, one cup of citrus. Then you do four cups of your booze, and then you do six cups of weak. If I'm doing run punch, I like to do tea, so like a, like a nice caffeinated tea, like a English breakfast tea or something. But so those ratios one one four six uh, would be. What's another ratio. alternative that you would like suggest? Maybe club soda or. Uh, yeah, you could do club soda. You could do any anything that's water. Like basically, that's I, you, can do, you can do tea. You can do straight up water. You can do any. You could do soda. The only thing though that you want to be careful of with soda is you want to just like check the sugar content of the sh- soda that you're using, and then cut that out of your sugar content this could, that you're putting in. This could be applied to Natalie's so. question earlier too, of like, what can I do with my my club soda flavors? Like, you could do a punch. That'd be an awesome addition to like something yeah, you could do. Yeah, punch. You just want to make sure that you get your punch ratios. Adele, correct. do you have That's a, just a favorite uh, large format cocktail? Large format. Um, I mean, I was going to say the same thing, like like a punch, like a punch recipe. But also, I would say get rid of the large format, grab a bottle of mezcal, <laughs> swig out of it, and then just taste it with water so you don't get dehydrated. That's simple. You don't have to overcomplicate your life. But that's just me. You know what's funny is that everyone's been asking for large format cocktails recently, but every time I go to a party and I made a punch, everyone shies away from the punch like it's the devil. (gasps) It's probably from bad experiences of like, you know, college or high school when people would do like jungle juices and then they woke up with the most rapid hangover in their lives. I I made the punch. (laughs) Well, you know where you went wrong, Leandro? How dare you? You know huh? where you went wrong, Leandro? Is you put it in a punch bowl. If you put that's right, I did put it in a punch bowl. If you put it, you put it in cocktail glasses. No, no, no. Oh, if, yeah, you, yeah, if you if yeah. you put it in a Just paint in a bucket, picture. no. If you put it in a paint bucket, paint <laughs> bucket, and, and you call it a a a mucket, everyone drinks it. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> We drank a mucket of Paloma's at Shauna's house the other day. Oh, there Did you not. go. And I was like, it, yeah, not. straight up. I think that's everyone, what I've been doing wrong this whole time. I just need to call it a yeah, mucket. Yeah, everyone's like, it in just put it in a mucket. And like, everyone's like, hey, can you pass me that mucket? And like, you go through it like, no problem. <laughs> yeah, put it in a punch bowl and people get scared, dude. But a mucket. Yeah. I didn't know about this <laughs> mucket. I got to try this out. <laughs> everyone will drink out of a mucket. I'm telling you. COVID or not. COVID or not. It's a safe, it's a safe vessel. The mucket. Well, the mucket takes care of everything. It's <laughs> all right. Like. Here we go. We're getting down to the last three final questions, which is whoa. The last three. It final makes me want to cry, but it makes me also want to knock them out. So here we go. We have a caller. Uh, gosh, we got a martini gal caller. So let's see what she has to say about a martini. Here we go. This is not an emergency, but I have a question. I'm a martini gal, and I love a good, smooth martini. Just one, just one 
good martini. What? Uh, there's so many brands of vodka, bottom shelf, top shelf, does it make a difference? And I always want to have a martini with my girlfriends, but what do I serve with them? And they'll have a martini with me. What do I pair with a martini? That's what I'd like to know. I'm looking forward to your answer. Thank you so much. Well, first of all, let's throw out that vodka. <laughs> yes, oh my God, martinis. I was about to say the same thing. Like, girl, do yourself a favor. Let's grab yourself gin some martinis. Gin. Hey, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you. I was just arguing about this with my friend Chris Day today about is an orange peel or a lemon peel superior in a martini. But I'll tell you this: my favorite martini, Chris Day, be damned. Uh, <laughs> oh snap! Oh, give me that Yeah, Chris Day, be damned, is two ounces of Martin Miller's Westbourne Gin, one ounce of Dolan Dry Vermouth, four to five dashes, depending on how how much you like it, of orange the orange bitters. bitters. I know that Leandro Martini motherfucking twist. All right, yeah, that's the Monriva Martini, and I stick I'm by it. it. And I gotta say, that's that. I think that we now and now. What do you want to pair with that? Well, I think you should pair some roast mutton with it, personally. But, Wait, a mucket? but what would you guys drink? A, a, not a mucket, a mutton, which is a different thing. Uh, what would you guys pair with that? Though? I think oysters and martinis, like gin martinis and oysters, are so fucking good together. Oh, yes. It's like my favorite pairing. God Delicious. I think that, but it also oh, depends you... on where you are. Like I'm a big fan. Like I have little like rituals I do, and like for me, my favorite ritual is having a terrible shaken dirty martini before i fly like i have to have a shitty shaken dirty martini before i get on a plane otherwise a plane i'm convinced a plane will crash oh. you know what so i, I do enjoy you I've heard, I, like, you guys, wait, did you guys do something with this like a while ago or like put it on the because I, I think i heard this about you you, pr- you probably saw it on my Instagram because every time I go somewhere, I have to have a terrible, dirty martini. Like, it has to be bad, though. Like, Ford's filling station, and the you're t- like, just no, put the some TSA. In and I don't okay. care. Adele is the TSA poster girl for martini sales. <laughs> can you actually find a good drink at the airport? Because I mean, if I don't, you can, I honestly, I've been I don't out. think you can. So, that in mind, I, you know, I could get a Bloody Mary, I can get a beer, but no, I just want a dirty martini because I know they're going to shake it. And I know it's going to be way too dirty. And I know everything about it's going to be wrong. And that martini being so wrong makes me feel like I'm going to have You're a safe so flight. Right. What? You know? Oh, so man. I, You're superstitious like a motherfucker. It's You're superstitious. But if I oh, go to man. a bar proper, then like a nice gin martini with oysters, I think it's like the best pairing. But I'm with you, <sighs> that though. Is, that is the best Get pairing. rid of the vodka. Get yourself a nice gin and just fucking ride that wave, girl. It's so much better with gin. I mean, it will so much. Yeah, you have to do vodka. I'm I'm with you nice on the gin side of it too, but like I'm also a big yeah. proponent of like drink what you like. I get it, you know. Like I'm not gonna like push True. you, yes. uh, but if so but I'm gonna push you. If you, you like. if most of the like what all of us bartenders are saying, like we like the gin better, mainly because like when you make the cocktail in the proportions that are like accurate and like chilled properly and the dilution the cocktail with gin is like a a beautiful thing that you like really can't replicate in any other cocktail as a gin martini um that being said what i would like to pair with it uh i mean for me i have to drink a martini in the beginning stages of my night or evening or afternoon uh because they're strong for me and so they end up if i 
finished with a martini, which I have. Oh, believe you me, I have. Uh, I, it, they're, they're very strong. So I like to start with a martini if I'm going to be drinking them. And uh, from what our caller sounds like, maybe it's like a, a day party or like a party amongst friends. So to me, it's like appetizers. So I like to have oh, a yeah. martini with like a, char- a charcuterie plate, cheese plate, something yeah. with, and also something with sweeter jams, like with the charcuterie or the cheese. Oh because, yeah, like a little uh, quince, a little quince paste. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Or like yeah. a pepper jam. Oh, like a good, yeah. some hard cheeses. Some hard that, cheese. Some sharp hard cheeses with that. Some hard cheese. Yeah. And then maybe some, uh, some uh, I don't know, some uh, seared rabe. Or like smoked you know salmon. Ooh, smoked broccoli. salmon and smoked dill. Salmon. Little lox plate. Oh, you're making oh, me hungry, dude. Yeah, dude I want to smoke salmon you know, dill right you now. You guys don't know that I've been on a cleanse for two weeks. <laughs> Have you really? Yeah. You're, you Although look, I'm that's drinking whiskey, so. <laughs> you look completely cleansed. <laughs> really? Do I look yeah, cleansed? Yeah, your face, your I, complexion I is perfect. Like <laughs> you look you. very cleansed. You look Thank cleansed you. as fuck, Leandro. <laughs> I'm so motherfucking cleansed, let me tell you. <laughs> I feel cleansed. I feel like someone reamed me on a screen. Yes. Well, now, um, no one, now no one can make fun of you on your show. I just wanted to say some fighting words before we stop it with this gin stuff, the gin vodka talk. I just will say this, that everyone should know something about gin. Gin is vodka, but with personality. Ooh. That's what I always that, say. This is, this is kind of true. I mean... Caller, listener, uh, if you want to drink vodka, drink vodka. Shauna's right. You should drink whatever you want. But you should give gin a try. I feel like, you know, if people sleep on it, you should you should try it out. You might be pleasantly surprised. I mean, And if not, you can go back to vodka. And that's fine, too. I mean, here's the thing. I just kind of feel like a lot of people drink vodka martinis because that's the default setting. Right. And then, they, exactly. and then a lot of people also... they convince themselves that they hate gin because they had like either because they like had a really bad experience with it in their younger years or because they don't um, really like they never had like a good drink with it. You know what I mean? Like they had like some off mounds drink. And so it's like, it was just wasn't a good experience. And so I usually have this like little, you know, three to four cocktails that I'll serve someone. Like I'll usually say like, I could get you to love gin and three cocktails. And uh, I kind of it's worked every single time. So I just kind of feel like anyone who wants to do vodka martinis, which is fine if you want to do vodka martinis, it's great. But you should definitely like go to a reputable bar and get a gin martini like at get least proper, one time. Yeah, at least one. I agree. Just like give it a chance is all I'm saying. Give it a chance. Go on one date. You might find the love of your life. You never know. That's just right. Go on the one date. This this gin you're not so sure about. You might fall in love. You probably will. To be honest. That sounds like a commercial for uh, grinding. <laughs> <Just FYI. laughs> it's, it's, it's a commercial it's, for a cleanse. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> meet your, All right. What's the next question? Meet your new Sean? liquor partner. That's okay. Right. So, oh, I can't wait. Here's uh, our next question. It is from a big fan of cocktails and educated barfly. So here we go. Oh, nice. Hello, I am a big fan of tea, specifically green tea, but also other teas too. And I was wondering how I could incorporate tea into my cocktail regimen. So 
hope to hear from you. Bye. Our caller really likes tea, uh, just consuming tea and enjoying tea. If you guys don't mind, I'll like chime in on this one quickly. Um, for me, I it's funny because I just did a cocktail class today about uh, making a syrup with jamaica or hibiscus flowers dried hibiscus flowers and it made me start thinking about tea a lot about how making a syrup is a good uh implication for incorporating that into your cocktails so like i think a good way to incorporate tea into your cocktails in a sweet way would be to make your simple syrup and then add whatever preferred tea it is to your simple syrup while it's uh while it's brewing. So add equal parts sugar to water, introduce your tea and let that bring that to the boil and let all the sugar dissolve and then let it steep and cool down and then strain it out into your syrup. And then you can incorporate really any tea flavor you would like into your cocktails. Yeah, Yeah, no, definitely. I, for me, one of my favorite infusions to ever make is Chamomile infused gin. Favorite thing to infuse. It infuses very quickly. Chamomile is not super tannic, so it won't like give you that like tannins that you get usually if you over steep the tea in whatever booze you're using. And it like goes great with honey. It's like floral and very delicate. Uh, that's like my favorite thing to use. So I would say give chamomile um, infused gin cool. a try because you it's very versatile and syrups i agree with you it's a really easy way to use them but if you want to control the sweetness a little bit more i think if you infuse a booze and you have more control over how, how sweet because maybe you don't want a sweet drink at all but you still want that tea element like i for one i love unsweetened teas like that's how i drink them so if i don't want sweetness i think that would be like a great way to to um incorporate them into your two, two great applications absolutely yeah i mean i, I think those are both great calls I mean, honestly, there's a couple of different ways that you can do it. You can infuse booze or you can make a syrup or you can just introduce it into like you can introduce it as like a lengthener. So like instead of lengthening with soda, you could lengthen with tea if you want. Um, Or you can or you can or you can put something like uh, make a green tea or something and then put it into a soda stream and then use that as your lengthener as well right so you could do something like that you could also infuse it into tonic so you can you could you could infuse the tea into tonic as well um but i i think that you know honestly my favorite application would be the i mean i like i actually like doing a sugar syrup i just feel like a lot of people can't use enough of it in a sugar syrup so infusing a booze is a great way to to do it I, that's the way that I'll, I, I do it mostly is infusing mm. booze. Um, or an ice cube is really kind of fun. Or ice too. cubes, yeah. yeah. You can do green tea freeze, ice cubes. Or, freeze or, the like tea in the ice cubes. Yeah, yeah I, I feel like that goes with a, a more robust tea, though, because I think that yeah. something like green tea or. or too or, delicate. Or, uh, it's too delicate, lost. yeah. Like, maybe uh, like an Earl, maybe like a, like a um, Earl Grey or an English breakfast. Yeah, or something a, that's strong. Strong black tea, yeah. Or or uh, or uh, lapsang, sushong. If you want to add some smoked flavors, I just did a a uh, a uh, whiskey sour with lapsang syrup. Damn, Ooh, man, that was good. Sir. Yeah, just add a little sir. To your syrup, syrup, yeah. sir. I think there's all good ways. Okay. To infuse 
tea into into your yeah i like that all right friends we got one last question for this awesome episode are you ready this comes from erica in santa barbara here we go hey talk tales i've got a question for you i have been to the swankiest nicest cleanest bars and i've been to the dankest scuzziest dive bars and from someone sitting at the bar i i know what's gross but i'm curious from a bartender bartender's perspective what's the grossest thing about being behind the bar and does it change from the nice bars to the scuzzy bars i'm super curious thanks for answering my question bye on, on three, everyone what say one, on three. Everyone say one word that you can answer on this one. All right. Wait, wait. She's asking like, what we as bartenders consider a bar to be disgusting. No, the question. Like what part the of question the bar is, is that disgusting? she she wants to. She's been in super nice bars. She's been to dive bars. She knows that there's probably elements of like grossness on all levels, like you know, because restaurants and like it's you can you can get right, into right, it. Right. So she wants to know if there is an element between all styles of bar that a bartender sees that guest does not. That would be considered gross. I have one word that I can say that. Goes oh, across I, all I've bars. Got one word that I could say too. I think that's across yep. all bars. That that is disgusting. That the uh-huh. guest does not see. Right. For yeah. sure. Yeah, I know what I would say. I think we got to do it. One, two, three. One word. All right. Ready. I'm ready. Okay. Ready. You ready? Right. now? Yes. You don't seem ready. That's I know. The thing, you seem like, oh, like I, don't know. I think it might be too, it might be too gross. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, I, I think me and Leandro have a very similar like thought process right now. I mean, I've worked in I've worked in I haven't I like I've never I've been behind like nice bars. And then I worked at Kohl's, which is like, you know, Kohl's to me is like a really great cocktail bar, but it's not like it's not like high end. It's very old. And then I've right. also worked in nightclubs, which are fucking disgusting mm-hmm. disgusting places all around like everything is disgusting <laughs> okay life. let's um, let's get into it after we but say I, our there's three. one thing that they all share yeah i think i think i think i'm on the same thought process all right ready i hope so it would be embarrassing if we're not all right ready one <laughs> i know we're all like herpes <laughs> which <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. that's probably kind of accurate uh but all right ready okay. one two three Roaches. The floor. I <laughs> Wait, what did you say? I said hygiene. Like the hygiene from some bartenders are like, oh, well, you're a disgusting human being. You're serving people right now. They like that's grab true. their faces and their hair true. and their What mouth. did you say, Shauna? I said roaches. What did you say, Shauna? Oh, roaches. roaches. Oh. oh, that's a good one. I was just saying, like, the the floor behind the bar at every bar that I've worked at has been just absolutely fucking, fucking disgusting. It's just, like, fruit, yeah, I mean, like, And it's one thing that they don't, that, like, like there's one thing that customers don't see. Yeah, The true. floor is definitely one. I was saying, like, I mean, roaches is like a good one. Bartenders, because, I mean, you know, sometimes, like, 
you know, you know, your coworker showed up with a ratchet hungover and he's been throwing up all morning and like, you know what I mean? Like fucking having the cold sweats <laughs> and still smiling and like serving up drinks. And I'm like, that's fucking gross, man. You know gross. What I mean? It's like, like sweat is pouring into the drinks. <laughs> Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, We've yeah, all been around that guy for oh, sure. Oh boy, that we guy. We have yeah. all been around or, that. Or like, that you guy. know, they are you know, they know that you go, they're going to the bathroom, do real lines of cocaine, and they're coming back like, yeah, everything's great. And you're like, you're fucking disgusting. You're like, you yeah, need to wipe your nose, like wipe your nose, yep. but with not your yep, hand that you you're going to be touching I mean, that cocktail. <laughs> Right. But that happens both at high-end restaurants, you know, divious bars, and a lot of the times it goes unnoticed by the I mean, guests. that is a fucking, that is a very, very, very brilliant and observant observation, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I lived it. What can I say? What, I'm like, what's wow. the grossest thing but anyone's ever seen on their bar floor? Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. I, dude, working in nightclubs, I have stories oh God. that would make you shudder. Oh God. Like, uh. like one time this one guy came in to the, so like we would do house music on the weekends and that was like, you know, we would go till, you know, we were like there till, you know, four or five o'clock in the morning. Cause we would stop serving alcohol at two. Then we serve Red Bulls and water until yep. four. And the thing is, is that you would sometimes like on these nights, you would make more tips off of the Red Bull and water crazy. than you would off the alcohol because everyone's That's like rolling hilarious. on fucking ecstasy and Molly and sh- or Molly or whatever. So they're all, you know, tipping on like, you know, they're like, uh, you $3 bottle of water and give you a 20 and tell you to keep the they're rest. Like, and it's like right. every fucking second person's doing that, you know? But, um, this one guy comes in and he's like, he's like shuffling around. He doesn't look right. It turns out he has like a wound on his leg and he goes in the, yeah, he goes in the bathroom and he fucking bleeds all over the bathroom. Like I'm talking about like a quart of blood, like four cups of blood at least. That's nasty. And then there was another time where the DJ's girlfriend got really drunk and goes to the bathroom to take a shit and passes out while she's taking a shit. Oh no. (laughs) And she falls off and shits all over herself. And then, and the thing is, is that at this nightclub, night. you know, I, I started there as a bar back and we didn't have a cleaning crew to come in and do the floors, you know, like at but later bars that I worked at, so, like barbacks would have to do it. But that night we were like, you know what? We went to the DJ. We said, you know what? That's your responsibility. We're not touching <laughs> like, that. That's, that. That's, that's like, I don't have a hazmat suit. Like you do that. That's your that's girlfriend. Okay. You take you, That's you. When, when I was in high school, I was a girl who was a cheerleader. She was like one of those like stereotypically popular girls and she went to a party and she like got really drunk and like shit her pants so when she was she went to take a shit and she shit all over herself because she passed out and ever since that day she was known throughout the school as the party <laughs> oh man i mean it's fitting it's but always that's won. brutal at the same time that's so brutal oh man <laughs> years. she had two more years of being the party man, oh, man. <laughs> she was popular no more I was just known as that weirdo that took apart all the decorations of school dances. I'll take that over party pooper any day. Oh, any day. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know. I saw some rough stuff doing nightclub. That's that's gnarly. You know know those bar floors pretty well. Oh, well, yeah, I also think that once yeah. you work in the service industry, you can never unsee these things. So even if you step away from bartending or from working at a, a club or a restaurant or whatever, you will always go to his establishments and like see those like red flags. Like oh, I totally. can always tell with a bartender's hungover because 
I worked with them before. You know what I mean? Like, so like I can always go to the bar and be like, this motherfucker was hungover as shit. You know what I mean? Or whatever, because I'm like immersed in that. So like, if you've seen a bloody floor once, you will never be able to not see it ever again. One yeah. time no, a bloody totally. floor. What's know. another one? I kind of feel like working in the service industry has has made me like a lot more tolerant of bullshit though. Like, sure, like, yeah. Oh, this motherfucker's hungover, man. I should just like, all right, just give me my drink when you want to give me my drink. Oh, yeah, and I like, should just I be get like, it. yeah, exactly. Like I've been there, you know. Here's your yeah. tip, you know. Just give me my drink. Like if I get Here's it at some it. sometime in the next thirty minutes, I'll be happy. <laughs> <laughs> if I get it before my meal comes out, I'd be stoked. All right, totally. guys. You know what? All this right. has been. This has definitely been cheaper than therapy. <laughs> yes. This has absolutely no. been cheaper than therapy for sure. <laughs> and I, I for my, myself, feel completely relieved and I could go about another day behind this, uh, behind a bar and hang out with you guys and my pals talking about our experiences and giving advice to those who call in. So thank you guys. Thank you for everybody well, that thank called. You. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me, you guys. This was an absolute blast. <laughs> I'm having a great Leandra, time. We cannot think of a better guest to inaugurate this new segment of Talk to Us. Thank you so much for being part of it. We had such a great time. We miss you. We miss you. Oh, we miss you. I miss you guys too so bad. It's so bad. And I hope we can be behind a real bar soon or yeah. whatever, having some real drinks with some having real some contact. With some but for actual... now, this was amazing and we thank you for your time yeah absolutely and thank you for being our first, well, first guest on this to, dude thanks for having me i feel so like honored that i was asked to be the first guest and i also feel like a sense of responsibility like i hope i didn't fuck this up <laughs> oh no like, no, was like we always said we don't care who <laughs> judges us <laughs> yeah i don't care who judges me obviously <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. Uh, so yeah, like I, I, I think this has been a fantastic first episode of Cheaper the Therapy. Obviously, we had to have the educated barfly because you are oh wait, I need to clear that up a little bit because you are not the educated barfly. No, I'm not. I was never actually intended to be the educated barfly. It's not me. I want you to clarify that. I'm not even a bar I'm not well, okay, I am a barfly. That's not true. I am absolutely a barfly, but the point of the 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 idea behind the name The Educated Barfly wasn't that I was The Educated Barfly. is that the people who are watching the channel are barflies who are there to be educated. So they are The Educated Barfly. Whoa. That's, that's actually the idea behind the name. Uh, I, I mean, I am a barfly, but, I, but mainly I'm like the professional teaching the barflies. So, you know, the idea was that everyone else would be The Educated so Barfly. You're Papa Barfly. See, I'm Papa Barfly. You're, yeah, exactly. you're so, Papa Barfly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So the word blue was actually pretty fitting. <laughs> Papa Blue Smurf Barfly. Papa Blue Smurf Barfly. I'm going to change my uh, title, actually, officially, to Papa Blue Smurf Barfly. <laughs> okay, good. I'm glad, I'm glad we can have influence over your titles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty awesome, actually. <laughs> I would never have anyone else be have influence over my titles than you. Good. All right, here's the deal, Leandro. <laughs> Your Papa Blue Smurf Barfly. Don't have any different. Papa Blue Smurf Barfly has a yeah, ring I to like, it. I like it. Kind of, yeah, it kind of has a ring you to it. It's a little like bit a long, but you don't have to work with that. Do I look like a Papa Smurf? Was because of my beard? No, I mean, no, like, you're. <laughs> I actually. You're my, I had not a you, shave it. No, not how you look like, like, like how you're just persona. I, you're like a Papa Smurf. 
Really? I kind of feel like I have too much RDF to be Papa Smurf. <laughs> I don't know what that means. RDF is resting dick face. <laughs> <laughs> like you can't tell now because I'm smiling because you guys make me f- smile. But like most of the people on my YouTube channel just want to take the piss out of me in the fucking comments <laughs> for looking like a fucking asshole. <laughs> That's not true. Like, and then not, not, not like everyone in my life. Like, I used to go to acting classes and my acting coach was like, you know, when you came into my class, I really didn't know what to think about you because you just look like a, this grumpy dude. And then when I got to know you, I just realized that you're just a fucking leprechaun. That's what <laughs> That's she said. So like, I'm just like a mischievous little leprechaun. Oh my God. I never felt that about you, Leandro. Kind of true. Been, no, you don't. You didn't. You didn't see my RDF. Like my. No, just I like, feel like we like just like always look grumpy. Or like there's something. You bring out the best in me. Oh. that's what. That's that's. <laughs> you. Well, likewise, you make me laugh, and you make me feel like maybe life doesn't suck today. <laughs> that's that's sweet. I just. I think I just am like I'm working on my resting grumpy face or whatever. Is, is that what you no, call because it? you were saying that you're getting a cleft. Yeah, yeah like I'm starting you're, to get you're wrinkles like in my face. Yeah. Right. Like I just have a natural cleft, like right in between my, and, and it actually like points toward kind of like the middle of my nose and it makes me <laughs> look angry. But the, what's funny is that I'm not angry and I'm rarely no. angry. And then people are like, and but the thing is, is that people will be like, you sort of come off like a douchebag in your videos. And that's why you probably don't have more subscribers than you do. <laughs> I'm just like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm giving you guys free shit. I'm, I'm trying to educate you, motherfuckers. You guys I'm just talking about my RDF. Well, for, the, for, the, for what it's worth, it we cool. love the Educated Barfly. And I have a blast with you, oh, Leandro. And I think you're hilarious. And you're not grumpy at all. You're always laughing. I'm not grumpy. I mean... Sometimes I'm grumpy, but you know what? I'm grumpy in a funny way. <laughs> all, right, all right. All right. All right. All right. So just get it straight. Just back off right. of Leandro, all right? But at least that clears some <laughs> stuff up. Maybe people didn't know you had a R. Maybe I should just have what is off it camera on set. R. Shoot. Resting laughing. guy face? What's it called? Resting dick face. Dick face. Well, R-D-F. R-D-F or R-B-F, depending on rest, if you're male or female, which is really... Resting bitch face or resting dick face. face or retch, resting dick face. Or, as I like to say, dick resting face. <laughs> which is... This is where you rest your dick. Yeah, right. you just rest your dick right yeah, here. Dick resting <laughs> face, which is basically somebody rested their dick on my face. And there's nothing you can do about that either way. <laughs> Nothing. There's nothing I can do about that. I'm powerless to stop the dick resting on my face. <laughs> nothing you can do about it. Right. All right. I think we we are we are having so much fun talking to each other. We don't know how to end it. Yeah. So, so I'm just gonna say goodbye. I love you too. I'm glad you guys are back to doing your stuff because I miss you. And I'm. I think this segment's gonna be freaking awesome. Awesome. I don't know I why so I didn't too. swear that time, so. but. I think it's going to be freaking awesome. You guys are awesome. Thank you, so, Leandro. Thanks for having me. Thank I really appreciate it. Thank you so much it. for being a part of this. And for listeners, please do us a favor and call us. Send us your questions, comments, concerns, whatever. <laughs> uh, our phone number is 213-465-0839. Please call us. Please, please call us. And don't drink and drive. You already know that. Yeah. And uh, Talk Tales, we, like no, no one here at Talk Tales is qualified to give actual advice uh this is an entertainment podcast so if there is any serious situations happening please call a professional 
but you're more than welcome to talk our ears off otherwise. Um, and yes. thank you so much, Rashid, for editing all of our podcasts. You're the best. Thank you, Grayson, for our badass logo. Thank you, Josh, for our incredible theme song. Thank you, Adele, for being the gem and the gem you, scholar, beautiful lady, blue face. <laughs> 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 and thank you to our listeners. Thank you to the people that called. We really appreciate you. And thank you, Leandro, for for baptizing us into this new segment. Yay! With your knowledge and advice. And thank you to Johnny Race for for working late. Yes, sorry, sorry Johnny. Johnny. Love you, Johnny. Sorry, Johnny. <laughs> sorry, happy. We'll make it worth your while. <laughs> All right. All right. So Bye, let's go guys. out of this thing with a cheers. Bye. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, salute! Oh, I have an empty glass. I can't cheers. I will just cheers it with my hand. Wow. Cheers! Clink, 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 clink. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, I drank all my whiskey like a good boy. Good job, Leon. Yeah. Talk tail. Talk tail. Talk tail.